The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone. I'm Temple Hayes, and boy, are you in for a treat today from Good to Amazing. I'm ecstatic that we have a star with us today, Michelle Boudreaux. Michelle began her career in front of a camera in 1981 with a modeling assignment. She moved on with her acting debut. She's been in Murphy Brown, Executive Decision, The Flintstones. She has been a lead with HSN. She's had one of the top-running infomercials. She has so much to offer all of us today and our audience as we're moving from good to amazing. Welcome, Michelle. I'm so thrilled that you're with us. Well, thank you so much, and I know uh, I have Sasha here, and she said hello, too, so my little dog. <laughs> Having our animal friends with us is very important, right, as far as so being an amazing I, person. You've got to be surrounded by those four-footed furry creatures, that's for sure. Hi to Shasta as well. Yes, I, you know, it, honestly, I really have always lived in good, but when I hang with her, it moves me to amazing. So <laughs> <laughs> That's your key point right there is My to have those great point. companions, isn't it? I know you travel with her all over the world. Good for you. Yes, and it's such a pleasure to be with you. I love the whole premise of your station and everything that you're doing with it, Temple. It's fantastic um, because there is so much... So much great out there, so much amazing out there, and it's really all in the perception and how we tune our consciousness into moving into it and stepping into it and accepting everything that's great that can happen. And more than ever, don't you think? I mean, it it takes shows like this and Unity Online Radio and people like yourself that are committed to showing an entirely different paradigm and reminding people more than ever that an amazing life is right here in front of us, living in the present moment. I know that often um, people ask me to get in touch with you because they're always wanting to know, you know, for someone to be an author or TV celebrity, what is it that people are looking for, for today's times when it comes to being on television? What is it that people are really wanting to see? You know, it really, it's no different from anything else in life. I know, it, I know it seems so special because we see it. It's, it's media, it's television, it's NBC, it's ABC, it's at the movie theaters, and it just seems bigger than life. And, and then, you know, there's the magazines and all those things when we look at celebrities. But I've always said to people that it's no different if you look at any other job across the country. There's more 
um, certainly more visibility with it, but just the same thing that anyone else is looking for across the country when you're looking for a great employee. You're looking for somebody that has that passion, that enthusiasm, that spark. They have something special about them, and it fits into what you're doing with your project. And a lot of times, you know, I had to realize early on with my acting career and different things in life that it's not always necessarily something that you may have done wrong when you don't necessarily get a job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just that it wasn't the right fit for that particular role, for that particular show, for that situation. And so that's where I say it's really not any different from any other job. I've always told people, you know, you can look at corporate America and what happens is you're always striving to get a promotion, to get a better job, to get a raise, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. we're looking at the next level and we always want to be good and we're moving to that next level and we're hoping to get discovered in our position. So whatever position we're in, whether we're in, you know, at the IT department or whether we're in the sales department, whether we're doing phone operations, it doesn't matter where you are in any other place, um, you know, in the workforce. It's the same thing. You're hoping that you are going to do a great job, you're going to get discovered, and you're going to move forward. And it's the same thing when you're looking at you know, an acting career when you're looking at being an author. So they're looking at an, you being an asset to them. And so with corporate America, when you're going to be an asset to somebody, that means you're helping the business, right? And you're helping it grow. And so what happens is when you're looking at being an author, I'll start with that one first. What publishers are looking for is somebody that's going to be an asset to them, meaning that's going to sell a lot of books, It's going to be successful. It's something that's interesting and compelling because, of course, they want to put out good material that's attached to their name. But also, they want to look at a book that is going to sell and make money. So how can you be of value and how can you position yourself to be valuable to that publisher? And that's what's going to make you sell. So we can, you know, I hear so many times people will take classes um, on being, you know, published or going to, you know, publish your book now or self-publish or, you know, different kinds of seminars and classes and that kind of thing. And really, if you take the equation, when we have an art like writing a book or being an actor or writing shows or whatever we're doing that does have an art to it, you really have to remember also the business side. And the way that you can make that artistic piece be more valuable is realizing it needs to sell. And so how can you make it sell? How can you make it a viable product that is going to be wanted out there and that people are going to want to have and purchase? Because that is how they stay in business and everyone has their job in a publishing house even and they want to be able to, you know, whether they have quotas or they have a fit and a need for that particular book in that arena. So if you could go to them and say, you know, I have a venue, I'm a a public speaker and I know Temple, you certainly are an author, you are a public speaker and you are there, you have your Unity Church, so if you go into uh, a publishing house, and I know that you're published as well, and you're very valuable to them because you have a following. You Mm -hmm. have a church, you have, you're on stage and you have a following. And so if you can present that to a publisher, that's going to make you more sellable and more valuable to them. 
You're so right. And I think another key point is um, in looking at your own career, and it's absolutely phenomenal, all the things that you've done. But I, I think there's a couple of things that we could address that would be beneficial to our audience today. One is, is that often people will see somebody like in your position or in mine in ministry, and they just assume Okay, and that's a big key word there. Assume like I got there in the last five years. <laughs> you know, um, I was telling uh, some members of the staff today, in June, I will have been a New Thought Minister for 20 years. So yeah. I am now reaping the benefits of a 20-year work that started a very long time ago that's had a lot of starts and misses, um, some really great um easy times, and some really hard times. And I think that often, because we're so sold on celebrity-itis, I don't know if that's a word or not, but it sounds good, um, in that, you know, like you just got there. You know, like one day you're on a plane, and the next day you're discovered, and then you're like all that. Isn't that rare, Michelle, that that actually happens? Because you had a few things in your own life, didn't you, that were challenging for you in getting started? Absolutely. And one of the, the, the things that we always laugh at in the entertainment industry is when you see a TV show, you'll see, you know, an interview with a celebrity it could be on the Today Show, Jay Leno, whatever, you know, show it is. And they say, oh, overnight success. There is, you know, but really they were working on this, like you said, for 20 years. They had five pilots that didn't actually take off, but now they're part of, you know, the latest hit show and they think that they're an overnight success. There is no overnight success. It's very, very rare, but it's just like, you know, somebody being, having the luck of the draw, being in, like I said, corporate America, sitting in that chair and all of a sudden the boss walks in. I I had that happen to me, you know, years and years ago when I was um, going through college before I was in front of the camera, even before 1981, and um, was in a store, and uh, the district manager came in and happened to ask me a few questions and said, you know, should we move this, this, and this? And I was an assistant manager, and the next thing I knew, two weeks later, I was promoted to the manager. And that certainly is overnight success, as you could see it. However, it was a very lucky situation where he just walked in. Well, that doesn't always happen, and there's a lot of times when we have struggles, and I know right now in this economy and just what's going on in the world, we're experiencing some of the hardest times that certainly I know I ever have in my lifetime. And, um, you know, there is so much hope out there and so much that we can do to get through it, and you have to keep remembering every time that we fall and every time that we have a no and it leads you, every, every time for me, it has led me to something better. Or I realize, okay, if I had been doing that, I couldn't have done this. And in one of my books, I say, you know, some of my greatest successes have evolved from the ashes of adversity. So when I have the failure, failures happen, and I've had shows that have been launched and infomercials that were all the momentum was behind them and we had these programs and, oh, my goodness, everything was fantastic. And then unbeknownst to me, you know, there was a whole different legal issue that they had with a complete different product and everything had to be pulled away from, from the project that I was launching, launching at the time. And it's, you know, my thing is I always go, okay, you know, I get to lick my wounds 
<laughs> we get to get on the pity pot, as I say. But you know what? The, the whole thing is you have to give yourself a time limit. And that is my rule for me is it's okay to, you know, realize the disappointment because it is. It's disappointing and to realize and to be with it. But then you move on and you go, you go past it because it's not going to last forever. There isn't a storm that lasts forever. There isn't a tsunami. There isn't a hurricane. There isn't any storm that lasts forever. They all have an end. So that is the good news. And then you just have to look at, we, just like we do, you know, we are looking at with horrible things like Japan and other situations. Then what you do is you look at the damage after the storm and you look at rebuilding and moving on. And you can rebuild with even more momentum. And like I said, I have had many situations that are very disappointing, having jobs that didn't come through or being almost the almost girl. But then I've had many, many, many that was, you know, that did go through. And here you are, you know, oh, you get to be in a, in a movie with Kurt Russell and, you, you know, you get to walk the red carpet and do all these different things that are fantastic. And in my lifetime, I'm very grateful to have experienced. But at the same time, I certainly have been at the low of the low of the low. And financially, spiritually, emotionally, so whether it's going through a divorce, whether it's, you know, in these hard economic times, some of the messages that I want to get across to people because I do write about money and have been become a financial guru because of uh, my books that I have published on on uh, debt rescue and healthy habits of wealthy people, healthy habits of wealthy women. And so that way I've been able to, people were coming to me and asking me questions and how did I do this? How did I achieve success? And I found myself knowing what to say to them. So that is what took me into that whole route of being able to help people in the financial industry. And with that, I can tell you through these times right now, it's really about reaching out, networking, you never know where that next connection is going to come. You never know if it's, your, if it's your friend who takes you on a boat ride and their next door neighbor has the boat and you never know if you're going to be having a conversation with that person that's going to lead you into your next career move or the next biggest deal that you could ever have or if that person is not the publisher that you wanted to meet always or knows the publisher, knows Simon & Schuster or whoever you've always wanted to have your books published with or possibly could be starting a new TV show if you've wanted to get on a TV show or, or wanted to be an editor or wanted to do camera or work behind the scenes. So it's really about continuing the momentum getting out there, and also really asking for help. Because when you need it, just reach out. And people are so wonderful. They really are. They, they tend to be there if you need help. I have reached out to some pretty big people um, in life and have asked them, you know, what, what they think of a situation when I'm feeling like, oh, I just haven't. And in fact, a dear friend of mine, Jeannie Cooper, who's been on The Young and Restless for 30 years. One time I was feeling like, oh, I just feel like I just haven't, you know, had the success. And she said, my dear, oh, you've had success. She said, just not to where you have wanted it or thought it was supposed to be. And which is our great words of wisdom. And then you have to look back and then she would start listing things. So it's just, you know, when you can reach out to people 
And sometimes when people seem like you're bothering them or they're bigger than life, um, they really aren't. Uh, They really would love to hear from you. It's a compliment if you can tell them how much you admire them and admire their opinion. And they would love to give you a helping hand. Oh, and Jeannie Cooper, I mean, wow, what a role model and a great mentor for you to have in her. I mean, I think everyone on the planet knows Mrs. Chancellor, don't they, from the Young and Restless. That must be such a treat for you. I mean, equally, you're a rewarding friend for her. You know, I'm, I know that, but I can only imagine the, the wisdom she's been able to impart to you. I, I saw her not long ago on Oprah, and she's still going strong, and... um and has taught you so much about just believing in yourself, hasn't she? She really has. She is somebody that I reach out to. She always knows. And it's so funny because every time I go to call her and she says, Boudreaux, I cannot believe I was just thinking about you and going to call you. You Every single time I call her and it's just so lovely. She welcomes the calls always, always has enough time. If she's running to something or doing whatever she has busy in life. She'll tell me exactly in one hour, tomorrow morning, whatever, and she's always there, and she has been. She's just such a pillar of strength. She certainly has had her adversities in her life and has a huge passion around helping people with addiction because she has made it through. They made it part of her character on the show and has made it through that trying part of her life and has just a wonderful family. Everyone is just all of her kids. Um, She has three children and she has grandchildren and they're just uh, a wonderful family. But she has been, I, I love when I can say to her, you know, well, what do you think of this? And she, <laughs> she could be, she's, she's very much um, her Catherine Chancellor Sterling, that finger, and just will be, <laughs> oh, my gosh, they're just, you know. And I won't even repeat the words sometimes because we really can get into it. But <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, it's really, it's really funny because I, I mean, Anne, what we're, and what you're basically saying is, is there's a key principle at work here is that it's from, your own life experiences from uh, Jeannie Cooper's life experiences because of the adversity. And I think that's the key for our audience to take in today is that when you have these challenges in life, you're able to transcend them into being a true teacher and a true model. Look at you from, from really challenging times along the way in your career to becoming that of a financial guru. We're getting ready to take a short break. It's great to be here today with Michelle Boudreaux. You can Google her. She's listed all over the Internet, as well known as she is, and it's our pleasure to have her. So I'm Temple Hayes from Good to Amazing, and we'll be right back after this short break. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to tens of thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you have been served by this programming, we invite you to support it by visiting www.unity.fm and clicking on Donate Now. Thank you for your support. Anytime a situation seems confusing or hopeless... Most likely, I am viewing it from a perspective of human limitation. Instead, 
I have the innate power to see any circumstance from a spiritual perspective by turning to God in prayer. If I am seeing only problems and not solutions, illness and not wholeness, lack and not abundance, I sit quietly in the silence and reestablish my oneness with God, affirming wisdom, wholeness, and abundance. I begin to see things differently, at one with infinite possibility. I scale the heights of human awareness and view the world as from above, expressing oneness with God in all that I think, say, and do. I allow my spirit to soar. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive! Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Here on Unity FM, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you are seeking? Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, for The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. If you'd like to join the discussion, please call us toll-free at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. We now return to the program. Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Rev. Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Hi, I'm Temple Hayes, and I would like to welcome you back with Michelle Boudreaux. We're having a wonderful conversation about moving from good to amazing. And, Michelle, I appreciate so much all the uh, wisdom that you're offering to all of our audience today. And part of my real love and passion for this show is to show ordinary people out in the world, or at least people that consider themselves ordinary, that they can have an amazing life. And to be able to understand that at the core, we're all the same. You know, we're born with this immense potential, and it's up to us and how we develop it. And I want to thank you, Michelle, for being with us and giving us some great insight today. Tell us a little bit about your path and some of the moments in your life that seemed dark and how you were able to overcome them. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> we got, do we have some good music there for the ooh? 
<laughs> now we're getting into it. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, there have been low, low, low times and then bouncing back. And I, one of the biggest things that I can tell you, especially during these economic times, once again, and what everybody across America is feeling a part of, and um, and then, uh, you know, coming back knowing I've been here before, um, not in this situation where the country was going through all that it's going through, but in 1993 when I went through my divorce, at one point in my life, my total debt before we actually got our divorce was like 790000 almost $800,000 worth of debt. Wow. And I, we, as we had separated and split up, I um, realized I, I set a goal and set an intention. And I cut back on living expenses. We were living in a beautiful home on the water, beachfront, gorgeous, and certainly was moving to a different lifestyle. I moved to the valley in California, and any of those Californians out there know what it's like to move beachfront to the valley. And <laughs> That's a into- staff, isn't it? A humble <laughs> staff, we a- would call it, right? <laughs> It's like, oh, you're from the Valley. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I I moved into a teeny tiny studio apartment. It was cute. I made it very cute, and it was lovely and all that kind of stuff. But nevertheless, it was not this big place that was on the water. And we, uh, you know, I just, I made it my intention. I wanted out of this debt. So I got myself out within one year between negotiating, selling different things, working, having a fabulous job that I had uh, created, and be, you know, with that, with marketing as well as doing the TV shows, I had booked. I booked the Executive Decision. I had booked the Murphy Brown. Um, shortly around those areas, and I'll just tell you, some really great things started happening with my career after all of that happened, because what happens is stress can, at times, it's really stress is not a bad thing. Stress can be a great thing. It's all in how you handle it. So if you sit there you and get on the worry, that, worry treadmill, <laughs> I'm sorry? I think, you, I think you could almost repeat that. Because it's so key to what you're saying. Stress is not a bad thing. It's how you handle it. I think that's such a key point for everybody to really grasp that. Because based on the story that you're telling, so many people would have become, you know, a drunk addict, uh, you know, a bar attendee, right? Given up, covered themselves up and quit. And I just, anyway, I just wanted to take that moment and really breathe that in. Because I think that's so huge in what you just said, I mean, so many people that looked at $799,000 in debt, they would have wanted to, you know, crawl in a hole, right? Yeah. And, and you feel like there's no way out. And the only, and at, right now, there are many people that feel the same, mm-hmm. okay? And what I can tell you is that, again, the way you handle stress will get you, will light the fire, under our bum to get us going because you know what? When we get complacent, we are not here, I believe, as spiritual beings to be complacent and just cruise and ride, okay? We're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're here to add. We're here to give back. We're here to love. And you know what? 
sometimes you need a little stress. Otherwise, you're just going to sit on that couch and be complacent. And sometimes when that little carpet is ripped out right from under you, it does create that stress that we're talking about. And in depending on how you handle it, again, if you can take that stress and go, okay, I had better get everything together. I had better do something about it. And for me, what works, because I believe me, I start getting into those panics and the breathing and all that stuff, just like everyone else. But what brings me back down is going, I can do this one thing at a time, one step for today, what can I do? Today, I can move into a studio apartment. Today, I can get another job. Today, I can pay this bill. And then you, you snowball and you move and you, then you're moving forward instead of, you know, because if I let my head go into the spinning mode of the stress and just letting it be debilitating and just like you said, turning into a drug addict, you know, living on the street, whatever it is, if you give into it, then that's going to be your future. And that is, and, and also we all know the more you concentrate on something, and I'm working on this right now with concentrating on what I do want, not what I don't want. Because what you don't want, if, you, if you're concentrating, if I just sat there going, oh my God, I have the debt. Oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? No, you concentrate on the solution. So as much as you can, you, you think of what are the solutions? What can I do today? And then each and I have a mantra. It, you know, when I start getting stressed, I start pacing and saying, uh, I, you know, each and, every day, each and every day I do the best I can. Each and every day I do the best I can. Each and every day I do the best I can. And, you know, if I have to repeat that over and over and over again, I do. And sometimes I do it for a long time. And, but it moves me through. So whatever you find for you, that's going to take you through those moments. And I'll tell you something. I've told my friends, I go, I know for sure that I have to experience those tough times because you know what? That's the only thing that makes me realize how good the good times are. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? It really because makes I'm telling you right now. Right then, that's for sure. <laughs> isn't it true? And, you know, when you start thinking back on, and a lot of us are here, we can think of, well, gosh, you know, last year or two years ago or three years ago, Man, that was good. I was traveling everywhere, vacationing about six times a year, and and man, that's gonna you know that's gonna feel good when that comes back again because you've missed it. <laughs> well, and don't, you know? haven't you found from your own life experience? Because this is how I've how I've kind of believed and and lived. Is I tend to say the best is yet to come. And what I have found, because I, I don't think that we're going to participate in life without problems, I am one of the advocates that I believe we don't have to become a permanent one, right? I mean, I right. think there's a big difference with that. We, we do have problems and we have challenges, but more importantly, every time that the joy and the good comes, it's always better than anything I ever dreamed before. And I think that's Absolutely. been true in your life, isn't it? It absolutely is the truth, and it's more than you could have ever imagined. I know it's hard when you're going through those stuck times, and I've been there too, to, to like even think, how the heck am I going to get out of here? Is there a brighter day? And you have to know there is. There absolutely is. I can tell you 150%. There has been for me. There has been for every person that I know. I don't know one person. I don't know one person that has just stayed in tragedy their entire life. Mm-mm. I don't. And they've worked through it or it just ends or it comes, they, comes out to the other side. There is a change in their life 
And as my, you know, my brother and I were talking about this the other day, is he's, he is a general contractor. He's into construction. We all know what's happened to that in the last few years. And after going from owning four properties and having all kinds of toys and different kinds of things, he's got a completely different lifestyle right now. And he has said, you know, there are, he's been in the hard, hard times and low, low, and I'll call him. And I would, and when he was in the low, 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 like really a couple of years ago when everything first started hitting and I would call him and give him pep talks, I would try to do it daily. And now I find him, he is more positive. He sees more joy. He sees more relief and more letting go. And he said, you know what? It's really so much that we're all so afraid of change. And it's, it's just change. Mm-hmm. It's just different. And, you know, he could sit there attached to all of these toys and houses and different things when really maybe he's always wanted to move to Colorado. He's even talked about moving out to California. Well, you know what? If you sat there, if this didn't happen to the economy, to his business, all this other stuff, and he had to start downsizing and doing different things, he might still be in that situation when actually after he gets out to Colorado or California or wherever he's going, going, can you believe it? Why didn't I do this 10 years earlier? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is the kind of things. It's it's just, and mm-hmm. that is the truth. And I can tell you that that will happen for. I don't care who anyone is. You can be the biggest executive. You can be whatever kind of career. You can be self-employed. You can be working for a big corporation, working the phone lines, working whatever it is, whatever position you're in. You can have the choice to make change and make it greater. And we just can't fear the the change, or we have to believe in ourselves. You have to believe that there is possibility for you to make a better life for yourself. And Mm -hmm. if you believe it, everyone else will. And one of the questions you asked uh, prior, Temple, was, you know, what are people looking for? And again, I just want to go back and touch on that as far as for acting or anything else. Because I do work with people in consulting a lot in business. And, uh, you know, when you walk into a room, and you have passion and excitement for what, I don't care what you're talking about. What, it, it could be a pair of shoelaces. <laughs> it could be, it doesn't even matter what it is. It could be, you know, unity. Of, there's a lot to be passionate and excited about. And there's a lot out there in the world. I don't care what it is, even if it's a moving part that goes to the tractor. It's the piece that is the working piece that makes that tractor better. And it's really exciting. And so if you walk into that room and you have passion and excitement and you light it up and only you can do that, and it comes from within. It comes, somebody asked me the other day, we went to a big event out here in Tampa. It was called the White Party. There was a charity function happening where um, some guys get together and they put, put on this party, and somebody asked me, how can I pose? How do I look good in a picture, Michelle? Show me, you know, because I've been in front of the camera for 20-plus years, and she just said, give me some pointers, give me some tips, and I said, really, what it is, is when whatever you're thinking in your head comes out in your face and in your body. So I can give you certain angles and certain turns, but really, if you think you're hot, if you think you're great, if you think you're fun, if you think you're fantastic, whatever you're thinking at that moment is exactly what shows up in that picture. That's so true, isn't it? It is. And so when you ask, what are they looking for? They're looking for that. Because what are we attracted to? We're all attracted to 
positive, fun, good. And believe me, I've had to have chats with myself. You know, it's, people always think I'm, I'm the glass half full, the Pollyanna. You know, I'm always trying to see the better side, which I just feel, you know, that, that is who I am and it, it's what works for me. But there are times when I literally have to go, okay, girl, I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad week. I'm having a bad month. <laughs> whatever it is. And I have to go get off the Debbie Downer because <laughs> it's like, no one is going to want to be around you. And I know that people, I have friends who just tend every time I call, they'll be like, hi, hi, just even in that tone. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so depressed. I'm so heavy. As soon as I, <laughs> as soon as I call them. So, you know, we hear that, we hear that saying often, times about, you know, uh, fake it till you make it. Well, that's the biggest thing that I think you can do is you fake it, fake being happy for the moment. And guess what? All of a sudden you are. <laughs> it's so true. It's like, um, years ago with my little nephew, I used to sing all the time the song, I feel good, do, 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 right, like right. you knew that I would. And I always tell people, especially in stress management workshops, sing that song and attempt to feel bad. <laughs> It's exactly. really hard to do because Whatever you get so it tickled. It's so funny, and it just can take something just that small to really, you know, turn yourself around. It doesn't take a whole lot, you know, sometimes. And, and if I can give anyone one tip to go away with that will help you with anything you do, I don't care, care whether you're dealing with your money, I don't care whether you're trying to get on TV, I don't care whether you're trying to be an author, whether you're trying to get more friends, whether you're just trying, you know what? Get happy. Get the happy pill. Get the happy bug. It, because people will just want to be around you. They want to. Ha- they want to be around you. They'll want to hire you. They'll want to. They want more. You just. You want them. Leave them wanting more of you. Always leave them a room with people who are like, oh my gosh, I just love that energy. You know, just. It, it, I, I will tell you one of the greatest things. I'm working with a production company right now. We have. I have two um, reality shows in the works, and one of one of the companies that, um, you know, we did a taping, and, he's, and he says, Michelle, always a pleasure. Okay, that's when we're done taping and when he's done having an experience with me, that's what I want somebody feeling like. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. So think about that. When you are going into a room, when you're going into a meeting, when you're going in, out with your friends, I have to watch that even when you feel like you can lean on them. I mean, I, I know we all have those one or two, but really try to make sure you're not the heavyweight because, boy, I'll tell you, and when you, when you find them not calling you back or, and, you know, and they, there's all those songs and different things that they have out there. It's like, you know, I have friends in low places or, you know, nobody calls when I'm in, going through the hard times. Sometimes it's just that they can't handle it themselves. They may be going through the hardest times of their life, they're trying to fake it till they make it. They're taking the happy pill, and they're trying to be all happy. And you know what? You're making them grow that seed of their side that they are trying to get out of, too. So they just can't handle being around it. And so, it, you know, I mean, I know we all are going to have different times and where you certainly need help. And, and, and one of the times I, I have a good male friend that broke up with his girlfriend, and he was crying his woes about the relationship. And I just, at one point, I just said, you know, you got, you need a counselor. <laughs> you need a counselor because constantly when we were going out, none of the friends were wanting to be around him anymore because he was just, you know, the crying and the beer thing every single night about, 
about the ex-girlfriend. And so there's a time and a place and just try to remember that because we need to work through things. But at the same time, when you're looking to achieve and grow and, and like we're talking about going good to amazing, you got to feel like you're amazing. Feel like you're amazing and lift everyone else around you to amazing. And everyone, I guarantee you, everyone was going to want a piece of what you have. I just want some of that. And I can and tell you, just just talking to you on this radio show, I'm sure all the listeners agree with me. I get so passionate and excited. I'm ready to go out in the world again. And it's so fun talking with you. And again, don't forget that you can Google Michelle Boudreau and stay in touch with her and all the great things that she's doing. We're going to take a short break. I'm Temple Hayes from Good to Amazing. We appreciate you participating and supporting this beautiful work. If you're enjoying the program, support Unity Online Radio. And we'll be right back. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The present moment is the point of action in my life, my opportunity to create my bliss. There is no need to ruminate on the past or daydream about the future when I can do something constructive with the now. Taking advantage of the present moment is like waking up in the morning I'm no longer in a dreamlike state. Instead, I'm fully awake and aware of what is before me. Why postpone the life I desire? Right here and right now, I can begin creating it. That may mean making a business plan, enrolling in school, or moving a relationship to the next level. Whatever my dreams, I can advance them in the present moment. Guided and supported by God, I live my best life now. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word digital magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive! Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Here on Unity FM, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you are seeking? Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, for The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Hi, I'm Temple Hayes, and welcome back to From Good to Amazing. And I tell you, we have been taking notes and writing down some of these great ideas. Michelle, you've just been giving us so 
many. I tell you, one of the things in talking with you um, a number of years ago that really impressed me about who you are and what you've accomplished is you were telling a story about here you were on Home Shopping Network, 70 million viewers. You were consistently ranked top sales hour of the day. You exceeded all the company goals, but yet you walked away because it didn't totally resonate with your being. That I find to be a an asset of an amazing person because so many people will settle for less than what they feel they deserve. Tell us about that. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because, yes, you could say, wow, that's really brave or really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) People people would go, wait a second, what are you thinking, girl? But, you know, I'll tell you, it's just I knew in my soul, I'm so grateful for the experience. The Home Shopping Network was fantastic. I was the host of the launching the Today's Special, so typically that was the highest hour of the day, and people would set their alarm clocks throughout throughout the country to wake up because it could possibly sell out, and they would get all excited about it. And what a wonderful, wonderful experience. A couple of things that I have life-changing events, one of which I met Jeannie Cooper. She was one of my guests on the show. And so that's, you know, one of the things that certainly came out of that. But also every, just the the knowledge and learning every aspect of their business, which I did, um, was so valuable. But when it came time, when my contract was up, I just knew they were not going to move me out of working nights. Because, and it's just like, it's, it's prime time. They loved me being prime time in California. So I would go on at midnight, which would be 9 p.m. in California. And I hated my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just couldn't deal. And you talk about the Debbie Downer thing with the whole thing. It's just I realized something very, very important about myself. I need my sleep. Mm-hmm. I need my six to eight hours, and I need them to be when it's dark outside. <laughs> so, and, you know, some people do not have a problem with that, you know, and their chaotic rhythm, whatever it is, all different kinds of things that go into it with your natural makeup. But what I, what you're talking about, I know we've had this conversation is that I was very true to myself and knowing I don't care how much money I'm making. I don't care how famous I could be or how many people are watching me, how many fan letters I'm getting. You know, you'd get gifts, you'd get fan letters, you'd get all this stuff, great trips, great, you know, 401K, all all kinds of perks. But I could not live that one more day. And I used to even tell people back then, I would say, you know what, I'm going to tell you something. If Good Morning America or the Today Show Kelly and Regis, which it was Regis back then, you know, they were looking for hosts back then, but if they had come to me and said, and if they are shot live and they go on at six in the morning, which means you most likely have to be in the studio by two thirty, four o'clock or anything that's going to be midnight or I can do it once in a while. And believe me, I have a work ethic like nobody's tomorrow. I'm from the Midwest. I was raised with that good work ethic. I've worked three jobs at a time, you know, different things. So I have that in me. It's not that. It was that I could not function without proper sleep, and it just didn't work for me. And I just said, you know, if they offered me $2 million, $5 million to do the Good Morning America or Today Show at 2 o'clock in the morning, if I had to be there at 2 o'clock in the morning and I couldn't get sleep when it's dark outside, you know, or I have to go to bed at 7 or 8, and if I, if I could do it a couple days, you know, a month, and then it really wouldn't throw you off. But having that be a regular way of life was nothing I ever wanted. You couldn't give me anything that could ever talk me out of that. And so I absolutely followed that knowing 
of my being that it was not going to work for me. And I did go through a struggle because when I decided to leave, it was great. I had all these interviews and I had a great agent out in um, California that was working on really big things. And then all of a sudden, 9-11 hit. And the whole country went into a downspin. And then my sister uh, had cancer and, uh, you know, dealing with the loss of her. And it was really hard, really, 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 really hard. But if I didn't leave that job, I would still be there. And I wouldn't have created my own production company, created my own books, my own products that I have launched and have, you know, like I said, two reality shows in the works and had the success and, you know, have been able to go back and forth between coast, you know, California and Florida and have the lifestyle that I do. I would still be there, which just wasn't right for me. But I did have to go through an uncomfortable time, uh, you know, to get to the other side. And I, I actually am going to repeat something that happened that I happened to see at another Unity Church that's out here, um, also in in Florida. One one time I was in one of the services, and she had brought in a beautiful image on the screen in the back of the church of a butterfly. And it was up there on the screen. And she said, you know, I was going, we're going to talk about transformation. She said, I was going to show you every stage of the caterpillar to, you know, crawling around to where they spin the cocoon and they, and when they're busting out to come out to be the butterfly. And she said, but I realized it wasn't pretty. And so all we relate to is that end result, which is the pretty butterfly. And you can't get to be that butterfly unless you go through the ugly. So it was just a huge, huge affirmation and awakening for me when I saw that, and I always remember it. And then I read even further about a study, a scientific study, that had shown if you help a butterfly get out of the cocoon they will die because they did not build the strength in their wings. So they have to go through the ugly and the hard and the, uh, you know, and get, getting out of that cocoon themselves to build the strength in their wings so that they can fly. And um, so I can tell you it's happened over, over and again for me. I would hope that for the rest of my life I could think everything's just going to be a breeze, but realistically it's probably not. There will be tragedies and hard things and, losses and, and gains and excitement and joy, but it's the, it is life. It's the, it's a baby being born, a baby being born when a grandmother's dying, you know, it's, it's just, it's life and it's what happens. We have the loss of a business. We have the start of a business. We have the success of one as we have the failure of one that goes down and it's how we get through them again. It's really what it is. I know that a lot of people, because of so many insights that you're giving us today, Michelle, are going to want to stay in touch with you. Um, tell us what your email address is so that people would be able to write sure. you. Sure. And actually, I wanted to give you my email address, and I also wanted to invite anyone who is listening. If you would like a financial consultation, because I you know, certainly have, I'm involved with 
um, a lot of resources that can help people with nobody. I have so many people ask me, where should I invest my money? Who can I trust? What do I do? You know, how do I get out of debt? How do I do this? What do I do with my wealth? And I welcome you to send an email to BAM, B as in boy, A as in apple, M as in Mary, at Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Boudreaux, B-O-U-D-R-E-A-U dot net. And send me an email and just mention in the subject title, Unity FM. And I would be happy to give you a free consultation. And also, um, some of the things that I've been working on, I know um, Temple that I have a true joy with and absolutely love, is I help people with branding and giving their message and getting themselves out there in um, a wonderful way, whether it's you know image or content or the way that they um, present themselves in any manner. So I welcome anyone to write to me, and I'd love to hear from you. Well, I know that you've helped me a lot in being a Unity Minister and the branding of my own ministry. And so for those of you that are out there and are looking for a greater way to brand yourself, Michelle gives so many key ideas that are helpful, valuable, and you see some immediate results. That's the great thing about it. The results are are immediate. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Well, it's, you know, you're you're definitely an easy candidate, but I just love this. <laughs> It's, I love, you know, working in this genre. It's, it's, a friend of mine was just going for, uh, she's a, a, a landscape architect, and she said, you know what, I should just got a, a, a consultation to do a booking, and she's excited because it's really high pay and, um, for what she's been doing, and she's just so excited about it. She said, and, and it's easy. It's what I know how to do. It's what I'm good at. And so that is, when you feel that, and sometimes we feel guilty. She's working three jobs right now to bounce back from being laid off from being a landscape architect over two years ago. And when you feel that feeling, listen to it because that means you're on the right track and you're, you're doing absolutely what you're supposed to. When you love it and you just get into it and you, the time flies and it's gone and you're just like, you could go on and on. And, you know, my thing is, is when I get off of a stage, because you and I did the Moxie Woman, and uh, last year, and then when we get off the stage, I know you've heard this many times too, and I, I can remember having somebody say to me, you know, oh, oh my gosh, Michelle, I saw you on stage, and that thing you did with the wallet and what you told us about money, it changed the way I think about money for the rest of my life. And when you hear that from somebody, to me, that's completely what my life's about. So whatever I do, and if I can change your life or touch it or make you feel something or think something and I add it to it, that makes me so happy. Isn't that the truth, though? I mean, and those are the things. I have a uh, folder in my uh, Outlook, and uh, from time to time getting a letter, either from a parent or a child or, you know, family member, congregant, of saying how, you know, unity or the teaching or myself as a role model has impacted their life in some small or in some significant way. I always keep those. And when I'm having, you know, one of those special days (laughs) with the emphasis (laughs) on special, I go back and I read some of those and I go, okay, this is why I do what what I do. Well, it's amazing that um, the hour has gone by so quickly 
Um, you oh. have given us so much to think about. And again, you can email Michelle at BAM at MichelleBoudreau.net. Uh, take advantage of her consultation. She has so much to offer. And Michelle, I look forward to having you on the show again real soon. I think the key idea that we're talking about today, moving from good to amazing, and actually Alan Cohen said it, is the thought you are now thinking taking you where you want to go? If not, what thought would? So based upon our wonderful time with Michelle today and everything that she has shared and the insights, think about the thoughts that you're having right now and are they taking you where you want to go? I'm Temple Hayes, and thank you for joining us, Michelle, and thank you for all of you participating in From Good to Amazing. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries Online at www.templehayes.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. Online at www.unitycampus.org. Good parenting doesn't happen by default. It is intentional. It is a decision about who you will be and what you will do in your family life. Join your hosts, Reverend Jennifer and Ogan Holder, each week for Unity Family Matters. Experience the light side of parenting, realizing your divine identity while raising your children to know they are the light of God. Gain insights based on Unity principles, talk with today's prominent experts in spiritual parenting, and address your questions and comments from spiritual perspectives. Unity Family Matters, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities, quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child. Trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. 
I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.